Everyone is a bust, part two. Well, everyone except maybe Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams, but we'll talk about a range of players. It could go either way right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Adam Azer. I'm joined by Chris Towers. Yesterday, Dave and I talked about the elites, the top eight. We're still at elite players now. We're looking at picks 9 through 16. They are Barkley, Tyreek Hill, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, Diggs, Aaron Jones, Antonio Gibson, and Najee Harris. Recently, Adams and Jones have moved up. They're still in this range, but they, because of the Aaron Rodgers uh, moves, they're closer to the front. Uh, Chris, Saquon Barkley, he's probably the easiest one to make a bus case for, right? Yeah, and I think at this point, he's probably falling in, in drafts more than anyone here because he hasn't been cleared to play. They're being cagey about what his availability will be for week one. And so it's an open question, one, whether he's healthy or whether he will be able to stay healthy. Two, it's a question of how he'll how effective he'll be and how much work he'll get when he is able to play. And three, there's the ever-present question about whether an offense led by Daniel Jones and Jason Garrett can, you know, support an elite fantasy running back. I think Saquon Barkley certainly has the skill set to be in that top three running back discussion. And so he's still worth drafting in the second round because of that upside. But the passing game work hasn't been quite as uh quite as present since Daniel Jones took over at quarterback, the offense scored 23 offensive touchdowns last season, which almost feels like it can't be true, but it is. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of ways it can go wrong from performance to just, he's not ready to play for the start of the season and he never gets right. Tyree kill Devonte Adams and Stefan Diggs are the three wide receivers being drafted in this range. Are they all very, very safe or do they have bus potential? I think Adams and Hill, because they're in elite offenses that have proven it over the last couple of years, and because even when the Packers offense wasn't elite, like in 2018, when Aaron Rodgers only threw 25 touchdowns, Devontae Adams still had 13. He's such a big part of that offense that even if they do regress, and I think they will, uh, he's still, it's hard to see either Hill or Adams dropping outside of the top six or seven, even in a bad outcome. Uh, Diggs, I guess you can see maybe Josh Allen last season because it was such a weird year. It was a historic season for offense and because he's such a hard player to game plan for as it is because he's you know so good at creating out of uh, formation and, and you know when plays break down that maybe he was particularly impacted positively by whatever was holding defenses back last season. So maybe there will be more regression than we think, and maybe Stefan Diggs top, tops out at like a thousand yards and seven touchdowns. It kind of feels like Allen Robinson, you know, when he's had to play with bad quarterback, most of the time he's been good, but there have been stretches where Allen Robinson hasn't been, uh, you know, an elite fantasy option because of it. So, yeah, that's the case against Stefan Diggs, right? And Robinson ends up being good, but not this game-changing first-round right, right. pick kind of player, second-round pick. Okay, so then we got the last two players in this group, Antonio Gibson and Najee Harris. Who's a bigger bust risk Bust risk for you, Harris or Gibson? I think it's probably Gibson, which is weird because he's actually done it at the NFL level. I have qu- concerns about both of them, but you know, Gibson, he was so touchdown reliant last season. We don't know necessarily that the wide, that the receiving role is going to improve for him. We're assuming it will, but JD McKissick is perfectly fine in that role. So what if Gibson just sees a slight uptick there? And what if he's not really a 4.7 yards per carry kind of guy? What if he, we saw, you know, a good outcome last season and 
we see a bad outcome this year. Maybe he's a 4.2 yards per carry guy who ends up being kind of a high volume, low efficiency back. And he could still be a number two running back in that scenario. But I could foresee a scenario where he's more like the boring version of David Montgomery that we saw before that last six games last season, where he was like an RB2 kind of by default, but not necessarily a difference maker. All right, that is Chris Towers here on Fantasy Football Today in 5. For the full-length episode, make sure you check out Fantasy Football Today on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, anywhere you listen, Google Podcasts. And uh, it was a fun show. We had a lot of good debates about these eight players. We will talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5.